Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Closer to a third vaccine. One and done as opposed to the current two shots. House punishes Georgia Congresswoman. She has promoted and advocated violence. Securing the Super Bowl. To make sure that we're keeping the visitors and our community safe. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Just a few hours ago, the U.S. Senate with Vice President Kamala Harris casting the tie-breaking vote passed a budget resolution clearing the way for passage of President Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID relief package without Republican support. Final action could still be weeks away. And in the race to get people vaccinated, Johnson & Johnson's asking the government for emergency use approval of its vaccine. CBS's Dr. David Agus says that would make three vaccines in the mix. Johnson & Johnson has committed to providing close to 100 million vaccines um, between now and June, which will obviously have a major impact on vaccinating the country. This vaccine is especially important because it is a one-shot vaccine. So 100 million doses equals 100 million patients. Correspondent David Begno has more on the struggle against highly contagious coronavirus variants. Ashley Jackson says she met her husband, Alphonse, on a blind date. The two were married for nearly eight years. They have two young daughters, but their life together was cut short on Tuesday when Alphonse died with COVID-19. Were you able to be there with him when he passed away? Through a window. I was close, but I was so far away. I got the call from the health department saying, hey, your husband has a, is the first person in Alabama with the, the UK strand. Identifying a dangerous variant early enough is crucial because it could help stop the spread. It's highly likely that there are variants that we are not picking up. That is Jennifer Dienbard. She's the director of a lab at Children's Hospital in Los Angeles. She sequences samples from all over L.A. County. Now, she knows what variants are spreading there, but she says labs like hers aren't getting or they aren't sharing data at a national level. In Wisconsin, the battle over mask wearing is political. Democratic Governor Tony Evers has issued a new statewide mandate an hour after Republicans in the legislature repealed his previous one. Wearing a mask is the most basic thing we can do to keep each other safe. In Washington, CBS's Chris Van Cleve tells us House Democrats have taken action on a new Republican lawmaker who has embraced extremist views. In a mostly party line vote, the House stripped Georgia Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene from her committee assignments. Greene, who previously spread hateful and violent conspiracy theories, tried Thursday to walk back her controversial comments. These school shootings are absolutely real. 
I also want to tell you 9-11 absolutely happened. But for Democrats, it was too little, too late. We are dealing with conduct that brings shame on this House. While many Republicans disavowed her comments, they argued the opposition removing a member from committees could now be on the table when Republicans take power. Everyone has said things they wish they didn't say. Everyone has done things they wish they didn't do. So who's next? President Trump's lawyers call it a public relations stunt and say he won't testify under oath at his Senate impeachment trial. House Democrats made that request. Super Bowl Sunday is closing in. CBS's Steve Futterman has our ticket to the big game. Last year, the Kansas City Chiefs reached the pinnacle. The Kansas City Chiefs! Our champions! On Sunday, they will try to become just the eighth team to win two in a row. And they will be up against the man who has won more Super Bowls than any other player. Brady. Tosses. Touchdown! Tom Brady is considered by most the greatest quarterback ever. He has won six Super Bowls, but all those came with the New England Patriots. On Sunday, he will be leading his new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The game is in Tampa. It's the first time a Super Bowl team has played in its own stadium. The home field advantage, however, may not be that great. Because of COVID-19, only around 22,000 fans will be at the stadium. Correspondent Jamie Yukis looks at security challenges. Tampa has hosted four Super Bowls before, but this one presents a new challenge for the city's top cop, Chief Brian Dugan. Having the home team here just creates a whole new dynamic. We've got to figure out a way to keep everybody safe and secure, but yet be fan-friendly at the same time. Chief Dugan will have the help of more than 500 Homeland Security personnel, along with the NFL security team, the FBI, and hundreds of police officers from across the country. Saudi Arabia has put a positive spin on the Biden administration decision to end U.S. support for the country's military campaign in Yemen. The kingdom says it looks forward to working with the U.S. to stop conflicts. Mr. Biden says the Saudi offensive has created a humanitarian and strategic catastrophe. The city council in Minneapolis has approved $6.4 million for police recruitment and training. It comes months after the calls for reform that came after the death of George Floyd. Police Chief Madaria Arredondo. We are dealing with some unprecedented times right now in terms of our staffing, so I think it's important that we have as many tools as possible to make sure that we're getting to that level of staffing that we need to in order to properly serve our communities. Beginning today, the NBA is requiring players, coaches, and staffers to wear KN95 or similar face masks during games. USA Today says the news came in a memo to teams this week. And despite the pandemic, the league is now planning an all-star game in Atlanta March 7th. Lakers star LeBron James is underwhelmed. I have zero energy um, and zero excitement about an all-star game this year. Um, you know, I, I don't even understand why we're having an all-star game. There's a new warning for iPhone 12 users. Doctors say the magnet inside it could deactivate heart defibrillators or pacemakers if the device is within six inches of a person's chest. Dr. Gurjit Singh is with the team that uncovered the issue. Showing that we can turn off a defibrillator. Hopefully people will start taking this seriously. And hopefully our message is that, you know, all patients with implantable devices, regardless of what phones or what devices they have, they should just keep six inches away from their implanted sites. Ford says it's going to cut shifts next week at two production plants in Michigan and Missouri because of a worldwide chip shortage. Both plants produce the popular F-150 pickup. The shortage has other automakers slowing production, too.
A long-distance sailor gets unexpected birthday wishes from a Hollywood star, as we hear from CBS's Vicki Barker. British solo sailor Pip Hare will celebrate her 47th birthday at sea this Sunday. She's three months into the grueling Vendee round-the-world race. When Master and Commander star Russell Crowe found out she was a fan, he didn't just send her a banal birthday greeting. Just sitting here thinking about the incredible challenge in front of you and how overwhelming that must feel some days. Just keep going. Her response to his message? You have no idea what a surprise and how great it was to receive it. Her next and only stop on this voyage, the finish line off France. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Number one tennis player in the world in the 1950s and a longtime CBS broadcaster, Tony Trabert, has died. He was 90 years old. That's the World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast produced by Paul Ferry and Matt Cherry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.